Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Glad you could join us. Why don't we go right to prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord God, we thank you so much for this day that you have made, O oh Lord. We shall rejoice and be also glad in it, O oh Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus as we go about your word today, O oh Lord, that Holy Spirit will minister to every single listener that is here today, O oh Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I give this time and this space entirely over to you. Take it where you will your honor and your glory and your praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God again. Welcome to Genesis 1. I'm glad you could join us here. We want to uh, uh, get into some real meteor things today. Uh, we're talking about our walk with God. Okay. Uh, our walk with the Lord is just so important. Um, our Christian walk is it's not a religion. Okay. It's not a religion, but it is, it is, it is indeed. It's a way of life for, life for us, you know. Uh, Christianity, as Jesus uh, was teaching and defining it in Scripture, is a lot more than just going to church on Sunday, you know, or, or a Bible study or going to a few midweek services and things like that. It's, it's a daily way of life. It's a daily walk with the Lord. And it's something that we want to grow in. You know, we want to grow in our Christian walk with God. Uh, we want to develop in Him and become to know more and more about Him. Amen. Amen. We should uh, uh, be really, really strive, you know, to uh, to grow and to be as much as we can in the Lord. And it's all about spiritual growth. Okay, it's, a, it's about spiritual growth. That's what we're going to talk about today: spiritual growth. And spiritual growth is the process of becoming more mature in one's relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what it's about: coming more mature with Him. Uh, the spiritually mature will be able to distinguish good from evil again, which is so important in this day and age with so much going on. We need to be able to know good from evil in order for us to grow in life and to be victorious as life brings things our way. Amen. You know, and uh, as compare in comparison to physical growth, well, physical growth starts from the time of conception, of course, and then we're born into the world, and then we grow physically. Okay, spiritual growth, however, begins from the time that you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's when spiritual growth actually starts. It's one thing to confess Jesus and accept him into your life and become born again, as it's called. But then there should be a spiritual growth process there also, just like with uh, physical growth. You know? And with physical growth, you know, you know, we, we, don't, we don't have to think about it. Okay, we just we just kind of grow. <laughs> we don't think about even spiritually growing this way and everything. We just eat and we don't think about it. next thing you know we're putting on weight. Okay, but the, from the time that we are born into the physical world, we just grow without giving it much thought. However, with spiritual growth, it does require some thought. It requires some intention. It requires a decision by us that we want to grow in the Lord. We want to know more that, that as much as possible, more and more about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You know, I want to be like Him. I want to be like Him, and that takes some some effort, okay, on our on our part. You know, and and spiritual growth is expected of the believer. By the way, it's expected, but many times the believer loses the desire to grow. Okay, God expects us to grow. You know, God realizes that when we first come to Jesus Christ and accept him as Lord and Savior, that that is just the beginning. And at that point in time, God can really, really grow you because before you know Jesus, God can't grow you because you, you can't hear him. You know, you can't even communicate with him. 
before you before you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. In terms of growth, I'm, I'm talking about here. Okay. So after we become born again, God expects us to to grow. God expects us to desire to grow. Okay. And again, as I say, unlike physical growth, you know that doesn't take much much effort. Spiritual growth requires a desire to grow. Amen. So with that, why don't we go to Hebrews five? Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews five. Verse number 11. Hebrews 5, verse number 11. Now is a good time to say, why don't you go grab your Bible, come back and join us so you can highlight and underline these scriptures and read them for yourself. Amen. Hebrews 5, verse number 11. We have so much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. Okay? Because you no longer try to understand. That's what the word is saying. We have a desire to grow. Amen. He goes on to say in verse number 12, In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature. Solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish what? To distinguish good from evil. Okay? All right. So it starts right here off by saying that we have much to say about it, but it's hard to make it clear to you because you no longer desire to understand. Have you given up on the desire to understand, to grow, to know more about God, to grow in the knowledge of God? Okay? Once we get to the point that we just all, you know, reconcile ourselves, okay, I'll go to church Sunday, I'll go midweek, you know, I'll read the word a little bit, you know, and you're doing all of that. Okay, that's really being very passive because you're not really desiring to know more, okay? You get on your job, most people, you know, get a new job, and you desire to grow. You want to look for, for promotion opportunities. You want to look, look for growth opportunities, career opportunities to expand. So it should be with the things of God, okay? Once you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, it doesn't stop there. But it says here, though we have much to say, it's hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though, by this time you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God all over again. Okay? So as we grow, grow God expects us, God has an expectation of us that we would become more and more and more. Okay? All right. don't, don't, don't let it uh, be good enough for you just to know the, the, the fundamental things of God. Okay? Want to know more about it. You gotta have the desire. It says anyone anyone who lives on milk is still being is being still an infant. So that's like that that's referring to again physical growth, physical maturity. You know, if you are still only knowing the basic things of God and you're not even retaining it, so that you have to be taught it all over again, all over again, then that's according to the Bible, that's like you being an infant. And the only thing you can live on is milk. But what we need to do is get to the point that we are living on meat, the deep spiritual meat of God. Because then when we get to that point, then we'll really be able to distinguish good from evil. It says in 14 that solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil. Okay, So we get to the point here that we are becoming more and more spiritually uh, uh, mature. Then we will be able to determine good good from evil. And again, we, and I'll get into that a little bit more, but we need that even even so much today because there is so much evil out there, okay? There's so much evil out there presenting itself as good, 
Okay? You've heard people say things are so flip-flop these days, you know, those things that once believed to be good are now considered evil, and those things that were evil are now perceived as being good, or those things that are evil are now being perceived as good. You see, so things, the roles have been, the, the, the functions, the things have, have been, been reversed. So we need to make sure that we are spiritually mature enough uh, uh, not, not to fall into to, to believing those things that are evil. And again, we see so much of that today. Okay, we see so much of that. Um, the criticism here that, that we're seeing in, in the scripture here, if you will, by saying to them, you know, you know, we have so much to tell you, but it's hard to make it clear because you no longer try to understand. This is referred to as apostasy or, or the, the falling away, you know, where people are just giving up and they're not trying to understand or trying to learn or trying to grow. We need to make sure we're in a position that we're always wanting to grow, okay? So then we see, though, that there is encouragement in the word, as there always is. Let's go to Hebrews 6. Hebrews 6, verse 1, okay, which is right there, the next verses down. And therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings, you see. Okay, he's saying, okay, time for us now to pick up, move, move, move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and faith in God, instruction about cleansing, right, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment, and God permitting, we will do so. Okay, so he's saying, let's move beyond those things, the basic things about, you know, faith in God and about sin and laying on of hands. Those are the basic things he's saying here. It's time for us to move on, to go beyond the elementary teachings. Okay, and that's what we need to do. All right, all right. We all know the basic facts of Christianity. We know about the cross. We know what Jesus did. But what deeper things go beyond that? Okay, okay. God has been, been revealing some deeper truths to us since the beginning of the year, right before Christmas even. There are some deeper truths that were being revealed to us. And there's a whole lot more. God has so much that he wants you to know. That's all I can say to put it plainly. So much, okay. But you will only begin to learn more if you desire to know more. It's not going to fall out of the sky on you, okay? You need to desire to want to have the spiritual growth. The Apostle Peter says, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, okay? That's what he said right? in 2 Peter 3, verse 18. Scripture offers valuable insights into how a Christian can grow spiritually. It is Jesus' power in the believer that gives us the ability to grow spiritually. Amen. Do you know that you have the power in you to grow you have the ability to grow. So if you're stagnating and if you're not growing, that's not God's will. That's by your choice that you're stagnating and you're not growing. But you have within you the power to grow, okay? And if you go to, uh, to 2 Peter 1, 2 Peter 1, 2 Peter 1, and we want to start with verse number... Let's see. 2 Peter 1, verse number 3. Peter 1, verse number three. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Read that again. His divine power has given us everything we need. God's divine power has given you everything that you need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. 
For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Underline verse number 80. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, increasing measure means that you're growing, that you're growing. Increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whosoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind. Okay. You're being nearsighted and blind if you're not desiring to grow. Okay, you're being nearsighted and blind because you will not be able to actually see the things that are before you. You'll be blind to the things that are before you that are going on around us in today's world. Nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their, from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling, your calling and election. For if you do these things, you'll never stumble. You'll never stumble, and you'll receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So there it says, right, if you possess these qualities in increasing nature, measure. So that means that, that, that is saying that increasing measure means that you're growing. But you have to want to do this growing. Okay? And, and, and with this growing, you'll be able to deal with the things that come across your path in life. Without it, you're just going to stagnate, and you'll be blind. You'll be blind to what is going on around you. Okay? And if we also go to Ephesians uh, 3, Ephesians 3, thank you, Jesus, and verse number 14, okay, verse number 14, he says there, for this reason I kneel before the Father, he's saying this is why I pray for you, from, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. The inner being is your spirit, okay? To strengthen you, to strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. You, your inner being is your spirit. You are a spirit. You live in a body and you have a soul, which is your mind. Amen? So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Okay, so that's what he's praying. Okay, to know that, that this love that Jesus has, okay, surpasses all knowledge. All knowledge, it passes all knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Okay? So you see, so then filled with the measure of all the fullness of God. So that means being growing, growing. Okay? We don't start off when we first come to the Lord as babes in Christ, having the not all the knowledge of God. So it's a growth process. It takes time. You just don't wake up one morning and boom, you've got all the knowledge of God. That'll never happen. I mean, even after you get to heaven, that'll never happen. But while we are here, we can certainly grow and grow and come to understand more about him, to, to let his Holy Spirit minister to us, to teach us, let the love of Jesus be in our lives. If we have that desire, Lord Jesus, I want to be more like you. I want to know more about you. You know, God, I want to know you. Okay, I want to know you. I want to grow so that I can actually know you. 
right? Which again goes beyond just the, the Christian platitudes, the other thoughts, you know, that we have, you know, about going to church and all the other things that we just think that's it. That's all we have to do. There's a lot more to it than that. A lot more, you know. Peter provides more insight into the process. If we go to our, um, to Second Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter one. And we want to start with verse number five. Okay. Talking about spiritual growth here. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. Okay. All right. There's some advice there. To add to your faith goodness and to goodness some knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. For if you possess, possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? For this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, goodness, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control. We need to make sure that we are indeed, you know, you know processing and learning um, how to develop self-control and to have self-control. And to self-control, have some perseverance. We need to get to the point that 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 we uh, just don't fly off the handle about things. As an example, you know, you get an email from someone uh, at work or at home, for that matter, you know, and it's not a nice email. And your first inclination is to fire back an equally nasty uh, email. Okay, well, 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 that's not self-control. Okay, we as children of God need to make sure that we have control of our thoughts and our actions. Okay, we just don't go doing things without praying about it and without seeking guidance from Holy Spirit, okay? And with that, to add some forbearance, which is patience, too. We need to have some patience. We need to realize that the things that we're praying for may not be, be uh, manifesting themselves in the natural world or, um, right away, the minute you pray it, okay? It may take a little time or whatever. God's in control, though, and he's doing what is best for you. Amen. You need to remember that. Okay, so 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 learn and grow in, in patience and, and, and grow in, in, in not just being so spontaneous in, in, uh, in responding to things. Have some self-control. And he goes on to say in verse 8, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, increasing measure means growth, means growth. If you don't have those things right now, or like, like you're barely there, you're a little bit patient, you're, you know, you're, you have a little bit of self-control, you know, then let's grow towards having more self-control and more patience, okay? If you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. Okay? We don't want to be a child of God and not be effective. We don't want to be a child of God and not be productive. Okay? All right. Every single step of our lives, we should be getting better and better and better in these areas, okay? You will not be ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, all right? So that means that we always want to be growing so that we can be more effective in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has a work for you to do. God has a job for you to do. You have a mission on this planet. Okay? And you cannot be effective or productive in that mission if you're not growing in the Lord. Okay? You can't be a novice. You can't, you can't just be a babe forever. Amen? You need to get to the point that you're growing. Okay? It says, whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blinded, forgetting that they have, not been, they have been cleansed from their past sins. All right? So if you're not doing that, that means that you're being nearsighted and you're blinded. Is make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge. Amen. Amen. Excellent scriptures there, there to be reading. You know, involvement in a uh, in a local church and the exercise of our spiritual gifts are invaluable to the development of maturity, to growing in your faith. 
Amen. Get involved in a good church. The word of God says, forsake not the gathering together of yourselves. Okay, so get involved in a good church. Okay, many churches are closed or have limited capacity, you know, due to this COVID thing that's going on. Okay, but but get involved in a good church if you can. Make sure you are surrounding yourself with, with, with people that know the word. Okay, okay, because that in, 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 in itself is a way that we can grow and also learn about our spiritual gifts that the Lord has given us, okay, that the Lord has made available to the body of Christ, amen, and if we go to Ephesians, Ephesians 4, verse number 11, we see there where it says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to do what? To equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. See, there's a reason that God has apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers, all right? So he can equip us, so that they can equip us, the body of Christ. We, you and I, are the body of Christ, okay? Body of Christ. Uh, and may be built up until we all reach unity, being on one accord in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. Become mature, understand, underline, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. All right? You see, so there's a reason there, okay, that we have apostles and pastors and teachers and so on, okay? God gave us these, these uh, men and women of God to help us, to equip us in the spiritual growth that he desires for us, all right? He says, until we all reach unity in the faith, to be on one accord. You know, we as Christians even are still divided, are still divided in so many ways. There's so many doctrines out there, you know, you need to make sure that you're listening to the right doctrine, that you're listening to the true word of God, okay? Reach unity in the faith and, and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then, he says in verse 14, we will no longer be infants, okay? We'll never be infants, tossed back and fro by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming, okay? God knows there are enough enough people out there that are preaching and teaching so many things that are not, not in line with the Word of God, okay? Right? A lot of things that we hear are dreamed up by men, you know? These are concepts or thoughts that men are devising, okay? And they run forth and they say, you know, thus saith the Lord, or this is the Word of God. Well, God wouldn't be saying this to us now in the scriptures that we're reading if it wasn't possible for there to be people out there with all sorts of doctrines and all sorts of teachings, all right? We need to make sure that we are growing in the law so we know what the Word of God says based on the Word of God, amen, and, 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 and being, being uh, guided and driven by Holy Spirit, okay, and having the true knowledge of Jesus Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and fro by the waves, okay? If, we wind up, if you wind up following every single little thing that someone says to you, and you don't know how to try the spirits. You're not growing in the Lord so that you know that what you're hearing is not in line with the God with God's word. You wind up following that. You wind up making decisions based on that word. And it could be the worst thing to happen in your life. Okay, okay. So we don't want to be tossed back and fro and blown here and there by every wind of teaching, by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Now, the Lord tells us that by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. That means that 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 a lot of that that we hear, I won't say a lot because I won't try to put a put a an amount or a measurement on how much is out there, but there are people out there that 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 are not just saying things to you that are untrue out of ignorance. 
Okay, even though many things, many misquotes about the Word of God and many misquotes uh, and, and, and mis misconception uh, of what the Word of God is saying is done by accident, there are still those out there with deceitful scheming who, who are being cunning and crafty, according to the Word of God. And we need to make sure that those cunning and crafty people who are deceitful and are by design trying to um, trying to pervert and twist God's word so that he can get the body of so that they can get the body of Christ or believers to go in a certain direction okay that's being done by design by scheming people and we need to make sure that we are growing spiritually enough to recognize that so we don't fall prey to it amen so we don't fall prey there so many people quote things in the Word of God and then go off and try to uh, try to uh, interpret what that means in the Bible, and they're totally off the mark. It's not what the Word of God is meaning at all, meaning at all. And some of it is by you know simply spiritual error, but some of it is being done by design. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. You know, they, 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 I had someone, someone heard someone, someone say, well, you know, we Christians, you know, when in Rome, we want to do as the Romans do. You know, hey, that's not what the Word of God says. I don't want to do as the Romans did. <laughs> they crucified Jesus, amen, amen. So we don't change our thinking just because someone is standing up there with a microphone and is spilling out words and words and words that sound good and sound holy, but it's not in line with the words of Word of God. But you won't know that unless you are spiritually mature enough to recognize it. Unless you're spiritually mature enough to listen to Holy Spirit, to listen to Holy Spirit when he's saying to you, oh, no, 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 that's not my words. Okay, okay, that's not God's words. Amen, amen. So, so he is warning us here, you know, to watch out, okay, to watch out for those people, okay. All right. So we see that, that uh, rather than being swayed by every doctrine that comes along, we must make sure that we are growing mature enough, amen, growing mature, mature enough in our Christian walk. To evaluate spiritual growth, we can measure our improvement in the fruit of the Spirit. Okay, in the fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit desires to produce these qualities in us. Okay, He wants to produce these qualities. Love, joy, peace. Love, joy, peace. Uh, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Right? And we see that if we go to Galatians 5, Galatians 5, Thank you, Jesus. Galatians 5, and start with verse 22. Okay, we see the fruit of the Spirit here. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, underline, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Amen? Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Okay? And by this we will, we will attain. We will attain some growth. We will continue to grow. Okay, and God wants us to demonstrate these, this fruit, this fruit, it's not more than one, it's one fruit, it says, it's the spirit of love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's that self-control again. We need to make sure that we are controlling ourselves, that we're controlling, you know, our, our, our thoughts in terms of who, who we want to, by, by desire, follow. We're not going to follow men. Not going to follow men. You know, so many things being said today where... People want you to follow them. We follow the Lord. We follow the Lord. Okay? We are obedience to one, and that is God the Father. Okay? 
Okay, right? We follow the teachings of Lord Jesus. We're driven and we're guided by the Holy Spirit. All right, all right? So we don't go following men. We make sure that we're not being deceived. Since we, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let's keep in step with the Spirit. We should be aware that growth often comes through trials in our lives. Okay, you say you want to grow? Well, it comes through trials. Just as physical strength is built from you, from you exercising and working hard and exerting yourself, you know, lifting weights, you know, is, is also, it's a strain and it's troublesome, you know, you know, walking and, and whatever it is that you're growing to, to uh, uh, um, improve your physical strength and to grow in physical strength, you know, spiritual strength is developed in the hard times of life. Okay. That's how you grow. That's how you grow many times, hard try times of life. You heard the expression, no pain, no gain, you, you know, and as they say, the book of James gives encouragement, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, amen? So when you go through a difficult time, okay, don't get discouraged. Just remember and think about it this way. This is a part of my spiritual growth, okay? Because as you have a particular trial in life and God brings you through it, you wind up learning from that experience and your faith begins to grow. Your faith begins to, uh, to expand. Amen? Amen? Because then what happens is that when you go through these trials of life, you know, you should think back and you will remember where you had a similar trial or you had another trial. Maybe it isn't similar to the trial you're going through right now, but God brought you through it. God delivered you from that trial. And then bearing that in mind, you grow by saying, well, gee whiz, if God brought me through that, then I know that God's going to bring me through this next one. God's going to bring me through this next one the same way he brought me through that one. You know, remember again, Again, David, David and Goliath there, you know, when David was, was, was wanting to go out to, to fight against Goliath, Saul, King Saul was trying to discourage him, you know, you're nothing but a shepherd boy, you know, you're too scrawny and, you know, Goliath is a seasoned warrior, etc., etc. And David told Saul, he said, well, listen, the same way that God, that God delivered me from the lion and the bear, God will deliver me from this heathen. Okay? God will deliver me from this Philistine. God will deliver me from this giant. Amen? Amen? So, so David knew that back then when he needed help, when, when he was battling that lion and that bear, he knew that God saved him and brought him through, and he had the expectation that God would bring him through this too. Okay? So, so, so this is spiritual growth. When you realize, remember, that God brought you through some other experience, some other trial of life, that God will bring you through it, through it again, okay? So trials of life can indeed you know, are, are encourage and, 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 and can, um, can, can spurn or, or can, can prompt our spiritual growth because we start knowing more and more about God, okay? It grows your faith in God, okay? So no pain, no gain. It applies physically. It also applies spiritually. All right, all right. So God will permit things to go on in our lives. Okay, God is in charge, regardless of what happened to you or maybe is happening to you. That isn't the most pleasant thing. Okay, okay. God is still in charge. Right? He may be showing you something. He may be teaching you something. It may be a lesson to be learned here. You know, and I say to you also that as you go through these um, these spiritual growth parts, and as the Lord may permit a trial to be there in your life. There may be a time, hours, days, weeks, months, maybe even years, that God will show you exactly why he permitted you to go through that trial. I know it sure happened to me, okay? Okay, in one case it was years, years later. Went through a particular experience that was challenging to me and God brought me through it. And God showed me exactly what was going on back then, why he permitted things to go that way. And it was a time of preparation for me, as well as a time of preparation for the circumstances that I was going through. 
Amen. Amen. So God has his reasons for doing things. All I'm just doing things. All I'm saying to you is that the thing that you may be going through right now, you know, you know, don't get weary. Don't give up. Remember that this could very well be a growth process for you. And you will indeed, retrospectively, looking back at it, you will indeed grow. You'll get you'll grow spiritually from this thing that may be going on in your life right now. Amen. Amen. So do not despair. Do not despair at, despair at all, okay? Growth can indeed uh, uh, come through trials. Amen? Amen? Much spirit, spiritual development is the result of persistence, okay? It says in Thessalon, 2 Thessalonians 3.13, As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in well-doing, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. We will reap if we do not give up. Amen? 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 Don't give up. Don't give up. You will indeed reap. You must persevere. Okay, again, that's a part of the growth things. Maybe as an infant in in the Lord, you know, where you're you're still at the milk stage there, you know, and something comes up in your life, and you just want to give up. Say, all right, that's it. I give up. I'm I'm tired of this stuff. I might as well go back to the way I was living before. You know, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. You must persevere. That is a part of your growth process. Okay, you must persevere. If we go to Philippians one. Philippians 1, Philippians 1, verse number 3, okay, verse number 3, and it says, I thank my God every time I remember you. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the day until now, from the day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. All right? How about that? How about that? He who began, be confident. In other words, know this, know this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. So God began a good work in you. He started, and it's going to carry on if you want it to carry on. And if you want to grow in that experience, Amen. He started a good work, and he says, and, 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 and you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Jesus Christ. So God's not going to stop. This is going to be something that we continually do. We grow, we grow, and we grow until we go home to be at the Lord. Okay? You're not going to wake up one day, boom, I'm there. I am spiritually mature. It's a growth process, and we should all desire to grow. The same way, like I said, the same way you do on your job. You know, you, you start off on a new job and you're thinking about how can I get promoted? How can I get more responsibility? How can I grow? How can my career advance and so forth? You start with a plan, a goal uh, for your life and you want to grow in that process. It should be the same thing, same thing with the Lord. Okay? Because during this growth process, I mean, you get rewards along the way. Okay? Okay, there was a time when there used to be uh, um, uh, performance reviews and you'd, you'd get increases periodically. You know, I don't know how much that's gone away today. I'm no longer in a secular environment. But there used to be yearly increases and so on like that. And you would work towards getting one of those increases and you would grow in your job. Well, your spiritual growth and, growth and development brings many rewards and perks. Okay? The biggest reward and perk is that you will be able to discern good from evil. You'll be able to, to be protected from evil because you'll be able to tell when it's coming along. Whereas a Christian that is still a babe, still feeding on, on milk, spiritual milk, they may not recognize it right away. They may not recognize it, okay? God may have to step in to intervene and so forth, all right? But God will grow you to a point spiritually where you will be able to perhaps even minister to someone that is feeding on milk right now, okay? 
because of the fact that you're getting more spiritually mature. God will put you in a position where you may be able to help a saint, a Christian, a child of God that is still still uh, uh, struggling and, and, and sucking on milk, spiritual milk. God will grow you to the point where you can help them also. Okay, All right? but, but in your life, you will definitely see a difference if you start growing spiritually and recognizing some of the spirit of the, the fruit of the spirit okay that is available to you where god wants you to be you know you, you, you're not in this thing thing alone okay the wonderful thing to remember is that our god the father is a loving god and he loves you he loves you he doesn't want you to just be a babe it's just kind of wandering around and kind of drifting and being you know, tossed back and forth by every single word that comes your way or everything that's said just being tossed god wants you to stand on your two feet and be bold and be strong so that your life can be more uh, uh productive and, and and more victorious okay and then in turn as you spiritually grow you can help someone else that god may send across your path Amen, amen, amen. You know, so 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 don't be be discouraged. It's God's will for you to grow. You aren't doing anything that God does not want you to do. Amen, amen. Not by a long shot. You know, you know, you know. It's God's will for us for us to 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 come into this world, uh, physical world, you know, as a baby, and then to grow into maturity as a human being. Okay, okay. And with that human being, as a human being, the physical growth, we also, we, we have physical experiences that we wind up learning from and we get better at it and we grow and grow and grow. Well, the most important aspect of, of life for us is our spiritual life. And it is God's will that you grow spiritually. Okay. He has so many things to tell us, so many things he wants to share with us. And that's the wonderful thing about our loving father. He wants to share knowledge with us. He wants us to know more about him. He wants us to know more about his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He's given us the Holy Spirit to teach us, to guide us. You know, you know he's our paraclete. You know, he's our counselor. You know, so we don't have to go through this life struggling. Whatever you may have going on in your life right now, whatever it may be that is, is, is worrying you, that is turning you off where you have anxiety over it, okay? This could be a growth process in, process, in progress here. You may be, the Lord may be growing you right now through it. And part of that growth process right away here is recognizing the fact, well, gee whiz, this thing that I have going on, I better give this to God. That's a part of your, your a big step in your growth recognizing that you don't have to be struggling through things in your life by yourself. That's a big spurt in your growth process. If you can realize that, gee was I better give this to God. God is the only one that can deliver me. God is the only one that can give me advice and guidance in this area. That's a big step right there. Okay, and, and once you grasp that, you will start to, to almost intuitively, you will know, because the Holy Spirit has said they're guided by the Spirit. Holy, Spirit. Holy Spirit will be revealing to you when you need to move, when you need to stay, when you need to stop, okay, when you need to go left, when you need to go right, when you need to go straight. Holy Spirit will guide you and tell you, okay, and as you grow, you will see that happening in your life more and more and more as you grow, as your spiritual growth matures. You will see that Holy Spirit is ministering and you're hearing him more and more and more. And you'll become to understand what Jesus Christ was and is all about. His whole purpose, his whole mission. You'll begin to understand more and more what God the Father, God the Father has in store for you and, and, and his desire for you. You will understand his love for you. Okay? All right? You are in God's hands. God is on the case. God is on your case. Whatever is going on in your life, he is there for you, and he will indeed guide you through. Okay? 
Just, just trust the word of God. Okay, and more importantly, have that desire to grow in your spirit. Okay, never settle that th this is enough. Lord, I want to know more. Lord, I want to know more. He doesn't get tired of you asking. He does not get tired of you desiring more and more. Okay, and you're living your life right. You're living in accordance with the word of God as best as you can. And you're trying and you're doing what God is wanting you to do. You're obeying his commands. God will roll up his sleeves and say, now here's someone I can work with. Let me get at it because I'm here to shape and mold and move on from there. Amen. Amen. Spiritual growth. Continue to desire it. Continue to walk, work toward it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. And if it was, pass on the link to, the, to this website or um, to others. We can be reached at www.genesis1.sermon.net. Genesis 1, one word, dot sermon, dot net. And when you get there, you can see a, uh, at the top of the page there, there'll be a uh, subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button. You'll be notified when these sermons are available. Okay. Um, we also have a YouTube channel now, so you can go to YouTube and just type in Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. You'll be taken to our YouTube page. And we also have um, uh, free apps, free of charge on the uh, Google Play Store and on the Apple Store as well. Okay, we're trying to make it possible so that these uh, sermons can be found as easily as possible. Uh, sermons can also be downloaded both in video or audio form uh, for future referencing and so forth too. Okay, all free of charge. Amen. Amen. We want to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and we pray that you all get it and pass it on in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why don't we close by praying. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. And we pray that as we go through the balance of the day and the week ahead, that we shall remember these words that we've just heard, O oh Lord God, and that we shall indeed have an earnest desire to grow in you. Lord, we want to know more and more and all that we possibly can about you, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. So we simply want to grow in you. We praise you, Lord. We magnify the most wondrous name. In the master's name of Jesus, amen. Praise God. Go forth and be blessed. And always remember that Jesus is indeed Lord. And I sing praises to you.